Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sounds Like Sam. I'm your host, Sam. And uh, thank you for uh, joining me in today's episode and for all the other episodes. If you haven't listened already, go check it out. Sounds Like Sam podcast. Um, actually, I think it just Sounds Like Sam, wherever you find your podcast. But uh, if you haven't already, yes, go subscribe, go listen to the, the show. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate the support. One note I want to make is uh, thank you to everybody who purchased my merch. It's really going to help me in my marketing and uh, at least my grassroots campaign where, you know, if, if you do ever decide to wear it out in public, one, it's going to be a showstopper because it looks, it looks great. Second of all, it's going to be a talking point for people. So they're going to be like, hey, wow, what's that? Oh, it's uh, my favorite podcast. Sounds like Sam. You should go listen. They'll be like, oh, okay, cool. So it's going to be like a conversation starter. Plus it says uh, streaming on all platforms, st- streaming on all pod, uh, streaming on all podcast platforms on the back of it. So whenever you wear it out or whenever they wear it out, it's going to really help me a lot. So thanks to everybody who bought, uh, uh, purchased a shirt. Quality looks great and uh, excited to see how that works out. But Moving on to my actual the segments for this episode. Uh, today we're talking uh, just really football and ge- football topics in general that I found interesting, uh, including you know the NFC East, I believe, and then the NFC South. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs, uh, Lions, Bucks, and Steelers. So not as much fantasy football today, mostly because. Most people in fantasy football are probably in the playoffs. And my one piece of advice for people in the the fantasy playoffs is stick with your starters. I I wouldn't do anything that really goes out from the norm. And I did that this week. Should have just stayed with Kirk Cousins. Ended up going with Dak Prescott. And... My team would have gone all the way. Just saying it. Like I think they would have. I think they're they were in a great trajectory and uh I got too cute. Started somebody I shouldn't have and uh you know, came back to bite me. But yeah, just start start who you've you who you've been going with. Don't get cute. You know, if it happens, it happens. You're never gonna really know. Well, I, I did end up losing uh in the playoffs in one of my leagues. Uh Due to Graham Cano, which shout out Graham Cano, he kicked a heck of a game tonight, but I really needed him to just do okay, and he went baller on me. So uh, have have him in a kicker league, which he did great. He got me through that round. Uh, I needed like uh, eleven points from him. He got me twelve, so he did his job. But then I was also facing him in another league, which was a bigger money pot, and uh, I needed him to get like under eight and he got 12 <laughs> so uh i ended up losing and uh be- especially because one brian robinson doesn't get a touchdown uh with like 50 seconds left because terry mclaurin didn't line up on the line of scrimmage makes zero sense that's that's the one thing about this giants uh commanders game that just went on uh, tonight, actually, was that took away the touchdown from him. Okay, you know, there's still one more opportunity. Uh, the the next thing that happens in this game is that Taylor Heineke throws to Dotson in the end zone. The Giants 
corner is smothering <laughs> smothering him. He can't even get his arms. The wide receiver can't even get his arms up to catch the ball. There's no pass interference call. And the 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 announcer says that essentially the refs didn't have the balls to call the flag because they were too scared of harassment. Your your job is to call the game. If you get harassment from fans or the players, that's part of the job. I'm sorry, but I I know that I'm just a fan here, but at least do your job. Like, isn't there like a booth re- like the booth review where you can throw a flag? I I know that there's not because you can't afterwards, but. Like, if we're seeing it on TV, and someone in the booth sees it, it should be an opportunity to call it. At least then, it doesn't have to just be, oh, I like, saw it real time, like, those are the only people who can say something about it. Like, change the rules where there's maybe somebody in the booth who's higher. Like, even the the guy the commentators go to, I, I forget his name, Gene Steratore, uh, I think one of them, I don't remember who it was tonight, but usually they, like, help out the commentators with rules, and they're a rules expert. Why don't they have a rules expert who actually is a, is a head of the, uh, the head on-field judge? It's just a thought, just an opportunity, Robert, Roger Goodell, um, to implement one who is sitting on top of uh the in in the suites looking down and looking at a monitor and he is the one making the calls so so that at least if the the people on field don't see it they can he can go down and be like yeah that was yeah uh that's that's pi call that or or did they or if there was someone like that and they just didn't want to call it because they were like I, I'm just done with the game. I don't want to make another call. If that was it, then that's stupid. Then, then you don't. You should. They should be fired because that was bad. Oh, okay, maybe not. But I'm just mostly angry that not angry, but I'm rattled. I guess that they didn't make that call, possibly because they just didn't feel like it and they didn't want to stir up anything. That's such a stupid reason. I, I think it was just because they missed it on the field. But, like, the, the maybe I'll put in a picture of it. But it was just like, the guy wrapped his arms around the receiver before the ball was even coming to him. It's like, how was he supposed to make the catch? It was just such a dumb call. And it ended up costing me the, my, my game. But, um, I mean, other, obviously there were other opportunities. Dak threw, a, threw an INT, cost me two points. Uh, that I could have won. I could have started the, what is his name, Kirk Cousins, and he would have got me like 11 more points, should have done that. Actually, he would have got me like 17 more points. So, it's all really my managing that got me the L, but I just wanted to share that, not only the play of that game and the controversy behind it and my feelings, but maybe a little bit of uh, steps in the right direction for the league to, to proceed with. So... They will will not be using my rules, but that that was just my thought about it and uh, my little rant. Let's go on to the main segments of the day. So the NFC East is very interesting to me right now, as well as the NFC South, because 
the NFC East is in the position where all four teams have the possibility to make the playoffs, and that's including the Eagles, who are currently first place in the, the NFC and all of the NFL. They only have one loss. Uh, the Cowboys are second, uh, or they they have a playoff spot. I think the Giants and then the Commanders also have an opportunity to make the playoffs if they can win out, which is crazy, especially with the the seven team uh, playoff run that they have going right now. Uh, second is the NFC South, which has four of the worst teams in the NFL all fighting for one playoff spot, <laughs> which is crazy because they're all so bad. I, I mean, like, the and, and the Bucks offense is a big part of the Bucks' problems with them uh, in, in general. And even their defense, it just you know they they were at, they were a Super Bowl, they were at a Super Bowl at one point, and now they're just you know they're having a rough time. It's almost like they just hit a wall or something. T- Tom Brady, although he, he Tom Brady played a really good game today, but he just hasn't been the same Tom Brady we're used to. Other than in two minute warnings or in two minute drills where. You know, he needs to be clutched, and he's actually been clutch. And their offense has been clutch, but it's just this very interesting situations because on one hand in the NFC East, all those teams have a chance to make the playoffs and possibly could make the playoffs, whereas the NFC South, it's all the, they're all fighting for a spot, and they're all really bad. <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting. Another topic I wanted to bring up today was uh, something said by Kay Adams, where she was like, people... We're not giving enough credit to Patrick Mahomes. And he needs to be recognized more for his efforts with his no-look pass like last weekend to Jarek McKinnon. And all these great things he does. Now, I, I agree that he does do great things. He's a great quarterback. He's one of the... He's a top two quarterback in the league. Like, let's be honest. I think Josh Allen is possibly number one. He might be the number one quarterback. Although, I don't know, actually. Maybe... Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are essentially, in my book, tied for the best quarterback in the league at the moment. And um, the rest, is, uh, Jalen Hurts is all is really good as well. But those would be my top three quarterbacks right now. Um, is uh, Mahomes, Allen, and Hurts. Uh, and Hurts might even be the best quarterback in the league right now. But anyways, but to give... Patrick Mahomes, more recognition, I don't think that's right. I think, honestly, we give too much recognition to Patrick Mahomes. And we give too much media coverage to him. And I personally just, like, I, I get it. He's doing great things. and But the no-look pass, like, that's not that. I, I feel like they're glorifying it. And the media just, like, any they, he does, if Patrick Mahomes, like, combs his hair to the left, they're like, oh my god, I need to put that on, on, we need to like stream that on every single platform, because it's like, uh, everybody loves it, it's like, no, no, we, we don't, like, we're, I personally am getting very tired of it, because I don't think it's that great, like, oh, no look past, well, he probably knows what direction he's going to, and they've probably run that play before, I don't think it's a no look pass, I think it's just something he practiced, where he, he obviously, he doesn't look, but he knows where he's throwing. I, to me, though, that it's just not that impressive. I mean, 
of course it's it is in a way but like I don't think it's that crazy you know because I, I think people would think like oh he, he didn't look when he passed it and he he, he could have he, he could have thrown in an interception but he actually passed it to his player it's like that that's not as impressive as like oh I made a 100 grab and in front of like two defenders and like I I personally feel like people don't give enough credit for like the receivers and what they do with their catches nowadays. That needs to be more recognized than what Patrick Mahomes does on a shovel pass. <laughs> like it, it just I I just don't think I I don't agree with that take and I think we give too much credit to him. Um and I I think like the actual skill players need to be more recognized than he does. <laughs> I will say they he and these quarterbacks do a great job of uh, moving around in the pocket and avoiding sacks and being very elusive, but I just feel like it's not something. Not that I don't care about it, but I don't th- like I don't think it needs to be more recognized. I think he's got enough recognition. The only people who want who want to see more of it are Patrick Mahomes fans and Chiefs fans, and uh, no, don't show more of it. Uh, next, uh, I wanted to just talk about, while we're on the subject of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, uh, just to talk about the Chiefs versus the Texans game, and then also go back to the, the Chiefs versus Colts game, because to me, these are t- two games versus two teams that have not been very good, that they either lost or nearly lost to. And to me, yeah, they they won today, and that's all that matters. But when you think about it, it's like they're not. If they're losing to the Texans, which they shouldn't have in the first place, and everybody knows it, then th- I don't think they're preparing enough. I don't think they're. I, I think they almost blew them off. Like, oh yeah, like they're not going to be that tough or something. And it just, what what it shows to me is that they almost ju- just didn't care enough, and I don't know they weren't playing like their A game. And to me, if I was a Chiefs fan, I'd be concerned uh, to the way that uh, the way they played, uh, especially defensively, where they l- let you know the Texans like keep pace with them. But if I was a, a Texans fan, I'd also say like your team has looked great the past two weeks. He almost beat two of the best teams in football uh, in the Dallas Cowboys, and now the Chiefs back-to-back. Like, you guys obviously have heart, and you, you're really close to getting the job done. Very similar in the way that, you know, the, the Lions were at some point. But, you know, they're doing a great job, and especially working with what they have. Um, and just keep up the good work and, hope you know, just work harder. You're, you'll get... They're, they're so close to... To, to doing that, but for the Chiefs, just to lose, to almost lose to the Texans, and yes, any anybody can lose at any point, but it's just one of those things where it's like, well, in the playoffs, when they face, like, actual teams, I don't think, like, it, it, it gives me, like, a feeling of, ooh, you know, they actually showed some weaknesses, and I just don't know that they're like a super seed like they should be if they're they're barely they're barely beating a Texans team. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's just my 
my opinion on that. So, uh, other than that, uh, Lions are in the hunt to make the playoffs. Almost beat the Eagles in Week One, and uh, almost beat the Vikings uh, this past weekend, I believe. And then today they beat the Jets to go seven and seven, which is crazy. Good for them. I think I said in the beginning of this the season of the podcast that you know I really like the Vikings. I mean the Lions' offense, and I think they could be great. Um, and you know it's it's working out. Golf's playing great. Uh, you know their their defense is playing a lot better. Overall, they're playing they're playing great football. I I like the leadership they have there, and uh, yeah, just keep doing what they're doing. And I I hope I see them in the playoffs. I'd love to see them. I don't even know who they'd face, but I'd love to see them in the playoffs. See what they can do. I think they'd be uh I think they'd be scary for for some teams because they they do have one of the best offenses in the league right now. They're top they're top five. Um, especially in their passing game. So, and then their run game, like Jamal Williams, is has been elite. So, uh, good for them. Quickly, Bucks offense. Yeah, they they're not really doing that great. Uh, Tom Brady can't get things going. I think I already talked about that a little bit, but that's not good. And Steelers still have a shot to be 500. That's all I can ask for. For as being a Steeler fan, they beat uh, Carolina Panthers today. Actually, I don't know who's in their remaining schedule, but. I'm just happy to see that they have a chance. And that's that's all you need in this life is, is a shot. So uh, hopefully they can make that happen, but uh, we'll see. So still have some time left. All right, well, uh, that was the show. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me. You, If you have my uh, number, uh, feel free to text. Uh, if you want to follow me on my Instagram, you know, sounds like Sam Podcast. Um, hopefully that's what it's under. And uh, feel, and then if you haven't already subscribed to the show, sounds like Sam, wherever you find your podcast. So thanks again. Have a great day. Peace.